Welcome to the 10-Minute Teach-In Podcast, where we learn from creative educators about what matters most right now and bring them right into your living room. Last episode, I spoke with two advocates for student voice, Andrew Brennan and Zoe Jenkins. Zoe mentioned during our conversation that she has learned new skills since the remote learning began, specifically cooking. This made me wonder what else students across the U.S. are learning on their own right now. A quick social media ask to our educator friends connected me with five different students who are doing innovative work in their own backyards. In today's podcast, I have the honor of speaking with Gail from Montana, who has built a 20 by 20 garden complete with cold frame and indoor starts. So you know that right now in the 10 minute teaching podcast, we've been kind of exploring what's uh, doing more or less a virtual tour, exploring what students are learning on their own right now. Mm -hmm. And we caught word that you are doing something pretty amazing um, during this hashtag remote learning with respect to a garden. I would love to learn more. So I'm going to stop talking and let you take over. Okay. Well, it started originally as kind of a school project. Um, I decided for my independent study, I wanted to learn um, how a garden works and how to maintain one on my own um, because I got interested in agriculture and plants. Um, last mm-hmm. summer, I, I worked on a farm for the summer. And so I've just been, you know, doing everything I can and like learning by experience. Um, I've, I have a bunch of different plants and seedlings that I grew from seed on my desk and trying to figure out like when to put them in the ground and, you know, how to prepare the soil for receiving plants and all that kind of stuff. And it's challenging, but it's pretty fun too and very rewarding. And have you built like an area outside of your house? Could you describe that to me? So I'm, I'm looking at it out from out my window now it's in a corner of our yard there is a 15 foot by 20 foot um, area of tilled ground that my dad and I tilled with our neighbor's tiller that we borrowed wow um, around that we built a fence with a gate um, to keep my dog from being all over my beautiful vegetables that I'm gonna grow Mm -hmm. Um, and also within that is a cold frame four seedlings that my dad and I built. Wow. Have, have you done gardening in the past um, or had any experience prior to, to this, taking on this project? Um, well, my, my farm experience, I, I worked on the peas farm in Missoula in the summer, um, but that was a lot of weeding and harvesting and um, maintaining plants that were already mature. Um, and I, I'm kind of starting with no knowledge really of how to grow things from seed other than a basic understanding of how plants work. Um, But other than that, not really. We had a garden in the same area of my yard when I was like, I don't know, a really little kid. I I have maybe one or two memories of being in there. Um, But other than that, it's just starting from scratch really. And it's pretty fun. Wow, this is fascinating. Um, and do you think that 
like what would you have done had the remote learning not happened? Would you have built a garden as is or would your world have looked different had you been in school in brick and mortar? Um, well, this what's happening now was always my plan, but I don't really see how I would have accomplished it if I had had to spend so much time, so much of my free time in school. Um, it just is a lot more labor intensive than I thought it was. That, that makes sense. Um, well, obviously it seems like this has been a, a, a pretty powerful event for you and, and you've learned a ton. Um, how, what recommendations would you give to schools to enable more opportunities like this, this kind of hands-on experience for students? Um, do you have any ideas on what could potentially change when we all head back into learning in brick and mortar again? Hmm. Um, I think flexibility is really important. Um, and it's not something that I got to experience a lot in my school. I had a hard time um, fitting into just the school pattern because my, my brain is a little bit more creative um, and doesn't fit in with the kind of rigidity of the structures um that school is kind of based on or at least my school like there wasn't a whole lot of learning about nature and agriculture at all and there there's not a whole lot of hands-on work um and I think if there was it would make school a much more inviting and safer environment for a lot of people I, uh, I tend to agree with you. I've had a teacher in a middle school and I've had a couple students ask me about that, some of the hands-on, and I can't wait to share with them what you did and you actually brought this garden to life. Um, Gail, it's been a pleasure. I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Any, any last words for our listeners? Um, stay safe and healthy and sane and know that there's love in all things especially green things that grow i couldn't have said it better thank you so much <laughs> my friend you nailed it and um have a wonderful afternoon and good luck in college next year thank you thank you so much ciao bye we just heard gail describe how she built a garden during remote learning gail challenged educators to provide more intentional time when school resumes next year so that students will have opportunities similar to her experience. Being flexible is key, which leaves me with one lingering question. How can we ensure that a flexible schedule happens for all students? Stay tuned as we continue this conversation and embrace student voice in our next two episodes. Follow our journey on hashtag LearnByTheMinute or tag us on Twitter at LearnMinute or on realtimecurriculumproject.org to join the conversation. Stay well, friends.